This is Self Care You with Scott, and today we have an awesome conversation with founder of the Mental Health Match, Ryan Schwartz. Therapy is an amazing tool that helps people move forward positively. Unfortunately, finding a therapist, let alone the right therapist, has its challenges. Many people have a tough time finding that person they feel comfortable and willing to share with. Ryan never gave therapy a thought until the sudden passing of his mother. It was here that Ryan began to heal. When trying to find the right person to speak with, Ryan encountered that red tape around therapy. It was this journey that led him to launch Mental Health Match, a free service that makes it easy to find the therapist who meets your needs. Ryan has talked to hundreds of people about their own mental health journey, and we're very lucky to sit down with Ryan as he shares some of the things that he's learned along the way. This is Self Care You, and we're about to level up with founder of Mental Health Match, Ryan Schwartz. This episode of the Self Care You podcast is brought to you by Own Your Trauma. You may remember Mariah Cannon as she was on episode 25 of the Self-Care You podcast. She is a trauma coach and she is amazing at what she does and she has an awesome offer for our Self-Care You family. Invisible Crown Academy is a six-week mindset course designed for women who are stuck in the funk and are not 100% ready to dive deep into their trauma. This is perfect for anyone who struggles to get out of bed in the morning, unable to create or maintain habits centered around self-love or just overall lacking motivation to work towards your self-development. This is a self-paced online course scheduled to begin on December 11th of 2022. Anyone who mentions self-care you gets 15% off when they sign up. You want to make sure that you get over to at own underscore your underscore trauma on Instagram, or better yet, you got to check out ownyourtrauma.biz. That's the site where you can sign up for it. Make sure you get out there and check it out. What's good, everybody? Thanks for sticking around for another episode of the Self-Care You podcast. And first of all, we wanted to say thank you. Thank you to anyone who listens to the Self-Care You podcast. Thank you to anybody who supports us with Self-Care You, who supports Level Up Living or supports the Level Up Leadership programs. We appreciate all our volunteers, and we're out here in the community just trying to do what we can do to make sure that we have a positive impact. If you're trying to check us out, get over to www.selfcareyou.net and check out everything that we have going on. Get on to IG at selfcareyou underscore level up. Or maybe just send us an email. It's selfcareyoupodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you and we appreciate everything that you're doing for us and supporting us. I wanted to take this opportunity to also give a, a big shout out to my guy, Angelo Campbell. You know, he's a big Lease fan, but he's also a self-care you fan. And we appreciate everything that you're doing for us, man. Thank you. Today, we have an amazing conversation with Ryan Schwartz, and he's from Mental Health Match, which is an app that's in the States that really tries to connect people with therapists. It really takes away all the red tape, and it's pretty amazing. You're going to love this conversation. Let's get into it. Let's level up. Today on the show, we sit down with Ryan Schwartz. Ryan, how are you doing today? I am feeling really great. I took the last week off to kind of think Big picture, be out in nature, recharge a bit, and I am still feeling that energy from that moment. Well, you know what? Some some people don't value rest and relaxation, right? It can actually be a huge benefit for you. Uh, benefit for you, Ryan. Why don't you give our listeners a little bit of a business card of who you are and where you're from? 
Sure. Uh, I am the founder of a service called Mental Health Match. We're free to use and we help people find therapists. We make it really easy. Um, we kind of combine some of the elements of online dating um, into uh, the ability to find a therapist who really works for you. Uh, and we offer our service for free to people to use. Unfortunately, we're only in the U.S. at the moment, but we help over 12,000 people a week find a therapist. And um, right now I live in Portland, Oregon, and I've been working on Mental Health Match for a few years. Before that, I did communications work with nonprofits. So I love thinking about the way uh, people process information, the way they interact uh, with people. And I love talking about mental health and therapy. Yeah, well, we're going to get into it because you have a, a pretty awesome concept. And I like how you said it's free because we at Self-Care, you also believe that there should not be any red tape around anything. We think that it should be as easy as you can to obtain, uh, you know, a therapist or just knowledge, whatever it may be. And I know you mentioned that, uh, unfortunately, it's only available to those in the U.S. That's OK. Our largest listenership comes from the United States, even though I'm in Toronto. So that's perfect. Uh, it's going to work out. And I thought, you know what? What a great way to start out this conversation. But to ask you what mental health means? Oh, that's a great question. Um, to, me, to me, mental health is about um, the way that you feel and perceive yourself in the world. Uh, and good mental health means that you feel capable, that you feel that you are um living the life that you want to be living or are on that path to living that life and that you feel that you've got the support and connections needed to to follow your dreams yeah it's a good explanation you know if i can give you mine i think you know mine always changes as i as i tend to learn more and more and more about not only myself but uh the you know mental health and it's in itself i find it's about your self-worth right Mm, it's it's mm -hmm. about understanding who you are and what you're chasing and making sure that you stay authentic to yourself um we use a philosophy that we use in our level up leadership program called the gap philosophy and we believe that the gap philosophy which stands for uh having a giving nature Mm -hmm. being authentic and having the right attitude and then also being positive are some of the key components that really help you understand who you are understand your self-worth and understand that you can build confidence by just being who you are and it's okay. Uh, you know, that's kind of how we see it in, in a world. And, you know, lots of people have different perspectives on what they think mental health is. And so we are really interested to hear yours. Um, I think the big question would be for, for me to ask you is what's one of the major things that you've learned um, just going through your own journey that would pertain to mental health? Well, I really love that definition, Scott. I mean, I think what's really cool about that is that it's about knowing yourself and your your values. And I think that that's a lot about uh, what makes mental health possible is knowing what you want in the world and knowing what's important to you and then planning a path to get there. So one thing that I've learned about mental health in this world um, is that it doesn't just happen on its own, (laughs) that it really has to be cultivated. Mental health is not something that you're born with. Um, It is not something that just appears, but it's really about something that you can cultivate and work towards. And I think that it's an ongoing 
thing. And I think, you know, in so many places in health in general, like there's the idea that we're born and we're healthy from, for a lot of us who are lucky. And then we, you know, slowly over time, our health diminishes. But I think contrary to that view, mental health is something that we're not born with, that we really have to work with, that we learn how to do. Um, and it, it takes, it takes a little bit of time and effort to understand. Yeah, I very much agree with you. You know, a lot of people, at least from my perspective, don't pay attention to the correlation of when you, you know, become ill or your health starts to become at risk. You know, a lot of the times it's because you're struggling with whatever that stressor is or your mental health isn't in the right state in order for your body to be moving in, in which is, you know, take care of this situation, whatever it may be. There's lots of burdens in the way and, you know, having that authentic approach and really challenging yourself to find out what you need and have clear mindset, uh, mind, body, and soul, which really kind of, kind of what I just got from what you said, you know, I believe Ryan, that, uh, this conversation is going to be very useful for our listeners and it's about relatable experience. And I guess if you're comfortable, I would love to ask the question of, you know, how we got here. Uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about the passing of your mother and how that maybe pushed you towards finding therapy. Yeah, thanks for asking that. And I, I think, you know, that's a really good question about how I got here and to the point that, you know, mental health is not something that you're born with. So I, you know, I had never thought about therapy for most of my life. I grew up in Texas and I grew up in a culture and a house that we just didn't talk about emotions a lot. It was, you know, we didn't talk about feelings and it was kind of that idea like, oh, you know, just you know, kind of suck up what you're feeling and get on with the day and don't talk about it. Um, and it wasn't until a few years ago, I had, uh, when my mom actually just suddenly passed away, it happened, you know, kind of out of the blue, I just got a call from my dad. And I felt like my world had crumbled down a little bit. And I, I wasn't quite sure how to move forward. I had moved back home to be with my dad and help him get through it. And Thankfully, I had a very good friend who knows the benefits of therapy. And she said, like, this is this is the time. Like, you need to go see a therapist. You can't grieve by yourself. You can't ignore your feelings and just be there for your dad. You, you really need to talk to them. And so um, she helped me find a therapist, which was a very long process. And as I was going through it, I kept asking people, you know, like, how did you find a therapist? How did you find a therapist? And people would say, um, you know, it's so overwhelming. I gave up or things like that. Um, and so I, I very quickly realized that the process of finding a therapist can be really difficult. Um, you know, fast forward a few years, I, I got grief therapy and it helped me get out of the rut that I am in, that I was in. Um, but I stayed with therapy because I realized that therapy is a tool, not just for when things are bad and in crisis moments, but therapy is a really pro good proactive tool to help you cultivate that mental health, to help you cultivate that awareness about yourself. And, um, you know, I still go to therapy every week and I, I treasure it, uh, even though my life feels great. Like uh, everything feels, I'm very fulfilled. Um, and I still go to therapy. I think it might, I feel very fulfilled because I go to therapy regularly. Um, and so it came out of this very dark moment in my time when I got introduced to therapy. And I think that that's really similar for a lot of people, right? Like people don't often proactively go to therapy the first time they, they enter therapy out of a crisis moment, but then realize its benefits. Um, and so I wanted to share that with more people. And as I remembered, I had talked to folks who 
were just so overwhelmed with the process of finding a therapist that they just gave up entirely. And I realized that, that there's lots of barriers that prevent people from getting therapy. But the one that really doesn't need, need to be there is about finding a therapist when you're ready. And so we created Mental Health Match as a way to easily find a therapist, to find folks who, who match what your needs are. Um, and it kind of grew from there. But really, this was about me personally experiencing benefits of therapy when I had never, ever been exposed to it. And then wanting to bring that to more people and working on one of the barriers that keeps people out of therapy. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing concept. We're definitely going to dive into it for sure. And I wanted to elaborate on one of the things that you said that generally you enter into therapy when you're in crisis, which I, I tend to think is right in the sense of I had the exact same thing. And, and I'll share this story with you. And my listeners have heard it uh, many times, but I had a, a panic attack in front of 250 people at a conference. And uh, from there, you know, I, I started to really evaluate myself and I, you know, I'm a public trained public speaker. And I thought to myself, I was in the greatest spot that I could be. I'm ready for this moment. And uh turned out I wasn't. It was very humbling and uh, put me in a spot where I, I seeked out some therapy to address the concerns because deep down I was uh, something obviously was preventing me or giving me these panic attacks where I was feeling judgment. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, therapy was great. The process, it sucked to find a therapist. I'll be quite honest with you. You know, that's why self-care you is we make it very clear to people that what we try and do is always trying to make it the easiest route to get to relatable experience or information through our podcast, or, you know, we don't chase likes and follows on our Instagram, all that kind of stuff. We're trying to make it very, very easy for people to, uh, to get what they need. And I think that's why this conversation with you is really important. I think, um, you know, maybe you could tell our listeners just in your experience what some of the roadblocks are that people run into uh, when trying to find the right therapist. I know for myself, it was just didn't have that connection. You know, I sat down mm -hmm. with a, a therapist and I was like, this isn't going to doesn't feel like it's I'm comfortable. Right. And I felt like in this spot yeah. where I I'm going to relay a lot of information about myself, I need to make sure that that individual makes me feel comfortable and you know just the backpedal from that and then go into another situation just felt like i was um to be quite honest with you it felt like i was inconveniencing them i know that sounds mm. really weird but uh, you know i was really just trying to find that right spot and i'm interested to hear uh from your perspective because we're pretty passionate about this topic so i'm pretty interested to hear you know what you think some of those roadblocks might be that people would encounter when trying to find therapy yeah, this you named a really big one, right? This feeling of just connection. Before I kind of jump into that topic, I want to pick up on one of the things you said, which is, you know, you also had this moment where you're like, something does something isn't right. Um, I'm in kind of a crisis moment, or you had that panic attack. I, if you're listening to this show and you haven't been to therapy or you haven't considered it, I'd really encourage you to try it before you get to that kind of a moment. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, the, the process of therapy, yes, it can be really helpful for when you have a moment like that or, or, or a crisis moment. But what can be more helpful is if you start doing that self-exploration and self-understanding ahead of time um, and pre prevent those moments from happening 
in the first place. And I think that that only comes with the space that therapy gives you to really peel back the layers of yourself and understand not just how you move through the world, but you know the patterns that you've picked up throughout your entire life. Which of those patterns work for you? Which of those are not beneficial for you? Um, and yeah, I think it's really important to do that proactively and not just wait until things are in a, in a rough spot, which is where most of us, I think, learn that therapy is a tool that we need. Yeah, you're right. You know what? You should be <laughs> proactive, not reactive. And, and I think that's where, yeah. you know, a lot of us are reactive. Um, and then it makes the process a little more daunting because that then you run into that red tape that the roadblocks that prevent you from getting to what you need really quickly when you're in a, a state of crisis. If you start the process earlier, you know, not only will you be beneficial, you'll be able to work out, you know, should you run into a crisis situation, you'll feel way more comfortable. Um, yeah, totally. I agree with you 150 percent. If you have that avenue to go and speak to somebody, you should do so. And that's why we have Ryan on this show, because. I think that's your expertise, man. And I'm interested, you know, tell us a little bit about some of maybe that, that red, that red tape or some of those roadblocks. Yeah. So let's talk about, so what, what, you know, the roadblocks defining a therapist that really works for you. I think, you know, you picked up on this feeling of connection. And I think that that is definitely one of the most important. Um, therapy is unlike any other medical interventions or any medical treatments um, because therapy works because of the relationship that you have with your therapist, right? It's, it's in that space between the two of you where therapy really happens. And it's been shown that the quality of that relationship, like how closely connected you feel to your therapist is the number one predictor of outcomes in therapy. So it's like, if you break your, your arm bone, it doesn't really matter if you connect with your arm bone doctor or not. Like everything is kind of rigid. They know how the process works. They're going to take an x-ray. Even if you don't get along with your bone doctor, the x-ray is still going to be an x-ray. But that's not how therapy works because therapy really works on that relationship between you and the therapist. So it's super important that you find a therapist that you connect with. Now that can be really hard because we're thinking about all sorts of things um, when finding therapy, number one is affordability, right? So um, this is the problem in the United States. I know um, folks elsewhere in other countries might have access through government health programs through uh, to therapists. Um, sometimes there's a shorter sessions or there's a limited number of sessions or there's a wait list involved. So lots of folks try to go find a therapist on their own, um, but you're looking for somebody that you can afford um, or in the States, you know, takes your insurance. Um, and so we think about that primarily and oftentimes this connection that we have with a therapist kind of takes a back seat, right? We're like, okay, this person is available when I need them to be available and I can afford them. So that's good enough. Um, but that's not good enough, right? It really does take this extra step in figuring out who has that personality type that works for you, who has a therapeutic approach that works for you. So we like to think about in, with therapists, like some people want and really need a therapist who's just really validating, who's gonna provide them a safe space to be themselves where they can be encouraged and validated. Other people want a therapist who's gonna hold them accountable and is gonna challenge them a lot. And that really depends on you and what your own needs are, but it's important to find that connection. Um, so, you know, when I was looking for a grief therapist right after my mom died, the first few therapists I talked to, they kind of just sat there and with big, you know, big eyes and just said, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. And it, 
that wasn't what I was looking for, right? Like I had that for my community. I really needed somebody who's going to help me grow and move forward and just to get right into it. And that the therapist I ended up finding was that kind of therapist. They kind of just rolled up their sleeves. They didn't tell me, they didn't, it wasn't a pity party. It was, it was more about my own growth and well-being, and that's what I needed, but everybody is different. So that personality is one aspect. I think the second thing that people should be thinking about is fit, which kind of builds into that trust that you have with somebody. This is really important uh, for race, sexual orientation, religion. Um, you want a therapist who you don't have to explain everything to, right? Who kind of gets you a little bit um, or that you feel safe connecting with. If you're sitting there thinking like, oh, here's just another old white therapist who doesn't understand my world, that's not going to really work well for your situation. And so it's really important to find therapists that has that cultural background that you're looking for and that allows you to be vulnerable with them, that allows you to open up and feel safe with them. Um, so I think that those, those are some of the biggest roadblocks that we find. I mean, once you get past the affordability, lots of therapists in the States, they offer sliding scales. There's, there's ways to do it that make therapy actually quite affordable. Some of the therapists we have are cheaper um, private pay than if you use your insurance. And so there's lots of options there. Um, therapists are oftentimes have slots available for lower income folks. But once you get past the affordability piece, you really one of the bigger roadblocks is that finding that therapist that you click with. And so it's really important when you do a consultation with a therapist to find that out, right? Ask them about like, how do you, do you work? How do, how have you worked with people who are similar to me? What is your personality like in session? Um, what kind of style do you use? Um, some people, some therapists use um, styles where they kind of be anonymous and their whole goal is to kind of be a blank slate so you don't know much about them. Other therapists use more creative styles like art therapy or music therapy that might really work for you if you have a creative personality. Um, and other therapists are going to tell you about themselves as part of their relationship building. So um, asking those types of questions is really important. Yeah, there is definitely an obligation for you to step in and you know ask those right questions, not be afraid to to, you know, make sure that you're getting the right person. You know, my therapist, Tony, shout out to my guy, Tony. He's a great guy. Uh, he comes with like a positive spin. Right. And, and Tony and I, we have conversations all the time about like certain things that I'm going through and he just comes with the outlet. Like he gives me, you know, I think you need to navigate this way. He's really awesome. Okay. So this brings us to the big topic with this mental health match. I'm interested to hear kind of how you built this, how, our listeners can maybe get in touch with you. Maybe some of those things that can make those lines pretty easy so they can have somebody to talk to if need be. Yeah. So first and foremost, um, mentalhealthmatch.com. It's a place to go. It's completely free. It's completely anonymous. It'll help you find a therapist who meets your needs uh, in, you know, whether that's uh, affordability or cultural elements. Um, and beyond that, it helps you understand each therapist as a human and so you can get a sense for their personality and decide if you want to reach out to them uh, and see about working with them. So it's mentalhealthmatch.com if you're in the States. Um, but I think, you know, you have this question of, of kind of how do we build it? What's the approach? We really took a lot of time building it. We did a lot of research with clients and therapists alike to figure out like what makes a really good match between a therapist and a client. And then how do we create an algorithm that can help figure that out and add, you know, add to that and help people more quickly and easily find somebody. So you go to mentalhealthmatch.com, 
you fill out a short survey about your needs and kind of what's going on with you. And then it shows you the therapists who meet those needs. Um, and you can learn more about who they are, how they work, how to get in contact with them. Um, that was, you know, kind of it. I think there's a lot more to that story. So I never, I was not a founder of a company. I am not a technical person. Um, I went through a lot to really understand how to build something like this. And I was really motivated just by my passion for this and wanting other people to get the care that they needed. Um, and so, you know, I talked, we talked to a lot of people and we got a lot of folks who are more technical and can help guide me along the way. And I think it's like a really interesting part of my journey is turning that adversity that I experienced into something that is more positive and helpful in the world. And to be honest, like doing this project of creating Mental Health Match was something that helped me not only move on after my grief, but kind of understand and make sense of something that was very senseless to me. Um, and it has allowed me to make a lot of meaning out of this event that happened in my life. And, um, and I think that that's, you know, a really helpful way to think about some of these adversities and some of these challenging times that we all go through, um, is thinking about like, what's the learning moment and coming out of it. Is there something that we've connected with through that experience that changes how we want to be in the world? Um, right. And that's, that's, I think, been most, one of the most powerful parts of my experience. Yeah, very much so. You can definitely hear it in your voice. Uh, you can definitely know when someone's passionate about something. You know, I'm passionate about self-care. You, it's providing and mentoring uh, any individual that, that is looking for some sort of help. You know, that's what we do in our community. And we try and boost it by, you know, positivity always. Right. And it seems like you're doing the exact same thing from, you know, a passion and I can definitely hear, and sometimes you need to, that's the big thing about leadership, right? Is understanding that, okay, this, this pathway is not something that I know how to navigate. I need to tap in somebody so I can make sure that this goes to the next level or what we like to say is a level up moment, right? So uh, good for you. You know, mental health match concept is just, I don't know, like, it's just perfect. I guess that's the best way to say it for me. You know, we see all these individuals who are on these dating websites and, you know, or you talk to people, you know, especially of our generation now where they're like, you know, I, I met my significant other online, you know, th there's power behind that. And the concept that you have is amazing. I think, is it just easy steps? Like, you know, and you just fill out that little, um, that little survey that you have, and then you get in touch with somebody or that you get some information on how you can reach out to somebody. Is that, is that how easy it is or? It's that easy. Yeah. It just takes a couple of minutes. You fill out the survey um, and we'll do the matching process automatically. It's instantaneous. And then, yeah, you can contact the therapist right then and there and say, I'd like to work with you and they'll get back with you, you know, typically within a day or two. Um, and you can schedule a time to talk with them further and learn more about who they are and how they work. So I imagine that it's all done virtually, obviously online. It's a secure like people don't have to worry about obviously their information being lost. I feel like you've dealt, uh, put that work in, or is it in a face to face? Like, is it, if I'm from a specific area, these are the therapists that are available in my area. Yeah. Either you can choose whether you're looking for somebody who works in person 
um, or somebody who's going to work online, like in a telehealth situation. It's up to you. We have both. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's completely anonymous. So there's no worry about your information getting out. You can use the system without ever putting, you know, the only time you need to add personal information is when you're contacting a therapist and you need to tell them how to get back to you. Um, but otherwise, other than that, it can be all anonymous. And so we've really, you know, I come from it from this patient angle and I know what it's like. And so we've really tried to devise something that takes that experience into account and is what, you know, what you would want as, as a patient looking for a therapist, right? Um, gotcha. kind of our whole team. <laughs> gotcha. And, and it's loud and clear. You can definitely get that right from the start that it's, you know, we're here for you. We're here to make that an easy transition. And that's the problem with uh, some mental health situations where there's too much in front of you. You feel like that the individual that's coming to you, like we mentioned earlier, is generally coming from crisis or mm-hmm. is prepared for that. And you need to make sure that that, that uh, those steps are so minimal because it just takes one step for that person to be like, ah, forget it. I'll go the other way. Right. And yeah, it's exactly, exactly. It's easier just to say, like, forget about it. And we really wanted to prevent that. Um, it was really important for us to help people when they were in a time of need. Right. So, Ryan, very much uh, self care use philosophy is making sure that we have these conversations with individuals that have relatable experience, but also get to know who the person is. So, I'm interested, you know, other than, you know, mental health match and, you, all your knowledge and what you're doing for your community and, and helping individuals, you know, what makes you tick? What, what's uh, the hobbies? What's something that you do on the side that you really enjoy that you love? Uh, that's a great question. I, I mean, I love gardening and being outside and it's something I try to do every day just to ground myself after running a company and doing, and doing that. I'm also really interested in exploring new technologies that are called like web three. And what is happening in that world, because I think it allows people to come together in really new ways that are exciting. Um, and so I, you know, I just have a passion for exploring, whether that's out in nature or online somewhere. But, you know, seeing all the ways that people are growing and changing and, and helping come together. Well, first of all, I'll tell you this. I, I know our listeners were uh, some were definitely having a little laugh because they've heard me talk about my wife, my wife is uh you know she's got like a a thousand indoor plants she loves gardening you know she's a green thumb if you will hold her culturalism is is it and you know they always hear me talk about the plants and and they're everywhere you know the air quality in my house is is amazing so i'm <laughs> i immediately smiled when you said like uh, i'm a guard you know i like to be out in the garden and all that kind of stuff I think that's amazing like you know it takes a a caring individual to to make sure that that plants don't die. <laughs> you know what I mean? So- yeah. And you know what? Plants also die. <laughs> and that's yeah. like part of the process. Um, and it's sometimes it's just nice to go put your hands in dirt, whether or not whatever happens to the plant or what or whatnot. It's just a way to step back and do something more mindful and tangible than being on a computer, which most of us spend a lot of time on. Right. And and you did mention another thing that that piqued my interest. You said, you know, you're into technology, innovation, all that kind of stuff. And you should listen to the podcast that we had with Brian Sichetta. Uh Brian's a great guy. He is a, a Boston grad and he is has got like he's a web developer, but he has a really analytical thinking around mental health. I think you'd really enjoy the conversation. Um, I can definitely put you in touch, but you should check out his stuff, too. 
Um, I, yeah, I would love to. That's a great recommendation. Ryan, I'm interested. Uh, you know, maybe we should just let everybody know how they can get in touch with you and what's some of the information. Obviously, we know mental health match, but uh, is that the only direction that they can get in that spot? Maybe somebody just wants to reach out to you, Ryan, have that conversation. If that's door, if that door is open, uh, how can they do so? Yeah, you can. Um, there's a number of ways. Um, I am. You can contact us through Instagram. So we're at, at Mental Health Match on Instagram, but I do that work. So I will see that. Uh, you know, if you contact us there, you can contact me if you just use the contact form on mentalhealthmatch.com. That I is also will get to me. And finally, I'm on LinkedIn as well. So if you use LinkedIn, you can find me there. Just Ryan Schwartz with Mental Health Match, and I would love to connect with you. I would love to hear other people's experiences, what therapy has meant for them and um, any suggestions that they have about, you know, helping people more easily connect with the mental health care they need. That's awesome. Ryan, we always ask this question. Um, I'm interested to know if you had young Ryan in front of you, what would some of the advice be that you would give him? Oh yeah. Um, it's uh a lot of my time in therapy has been thinking about what young Ryan really needed to hear. Um, you know, I would say like young Ryan was um, felt like an outcast. And so I think young Ryan needed to hear that he is loved uh, no matter, you know, what happens at school or whatnot. There is, there are people who care about him and that he will do, great things and that this is just a moment of time um, that also will pass and that he's got a lot to share with the world. Hey, what a great conversation with some awesome advice. It's mental health match. It's Ryan Schwartz. If you get the opportunity you got, and you need to have a conversation with somebody, you need to shoot over there to mental health match and have that conversation. You know, it's the most important thing that you can do is get it off your chest so that you can start helping yourself Ryan, I appreciate you for being on the show today. Thank you very much. Thank you for all that you do, and thanks for this amazing community for, for existing. Awesome. Be well. Another great show. A big shout-out goes out to Ryan Schwartz and Mental Health Match. We really appreciate you coming on to the show and having a conversation around mental health, but also you know, the red tape around therapy. They're doing some great work over there at Mental Health Match. They're really helping people connect with therapists in the easiest way possible. And that's what we're trying to do is let people know that therapy isn't that difficult. You got to get over to Mental Health Match on Instagram. They're pretty amazing. And remember, it's only for our US listeners. It's the easiest way to find a therapist and it's free. Make sure you check them out. It's Mental Health Match. If you're trying to find that perfect gift, we got it right here. Self-Care You is going to take care of you. It's second edition level up living shirts that are coming out. And you can get over to selfcareyou.net. Check it out on our website if you're trying to pick one of those shirts up for the holiday seasons. Did you know we're on Instagram? At selfcareyou underscore level up. That's where we are every day supporting our community and really trying to connect with everybody, giving them some motivational tips, some quotes, some workday well, and then obviously the podcast. Make sure you check it out. It's at selfcareyou underscore level up. This is Selfcare You, and we definitely leveled up today with Ryan Schwartz and Mental Health Match. Mm-hmm.